<laughs> you got this. Hello. Happy New Year. Gosh, have I not talked to you? I guess we've chatted, but yeah, Happy New Year. Holy cow. I know. We've only really chatted once, haven't we, over Christmas? We're both so busy. Gosh, and it's like our one-year podcast anniversary. I know. Happy anniversary to us. I was thinking I should go back and listen to the first episode, but I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I kind of scared to, but I, I should. Yeah. Well, we officially are starting series two. I know. Gosh, we did it. I'm so proud of us. And I'm so, so remember we were like, maybe five people will listen. <laughs> I know. I think if you listen back, um, I remember the first episode, I had to do loads and loads of editing because we would start talking and then we would kind of change the subject and then talk about yeah. something else and we were really nervous. And so I had to keep kind of cutting it and moving a bit. And then I'd go, oh, I've forgotten. I wanted to say this bit. And like, so it was it took me hours to kind of cut everything and make sure it was all in the right order. Um, yeah. Now we're pros. Now we're pros. We don't even bother with any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, how are you? Oh yeah, I'm good. I am good. Um, Christmas was very chilled and we finally got our doors fitted like the uh-huh. week before Christmas. So we managed to get our Christmas tree up literally wow. like the day before Christmas Eve. We had a huge like epic clear out and clear up. Um, so we managed to get the tree up because my kids were getting a bit um, kind of depressed about it. And then we had our anniversary, right? Uh, which was really nice, really nice. But obviously, like you saw my video on, um, yeah, on Instagram because it kind of brought up a lot of um, sadness. It wasn't, um, I wasn't upset or angry at my husband or anything. It was, I just felt sad. And and I think, as I say, like I'm moving into this new phase. I feel of acceptance. Yeah. Which, I, which I thought would be quite straightforward, but I'm realizing just with everything, there's layers to it. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's interesting because even though, you know, we're still on separate journeys, I feel like I'm entering a new phase too of, of acceptance, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like acceptance that this is a shitty part of my life story and but there's so many fucking good things that came of it weirdly it's the shittily wrapped gift as I you know my friend told me yeah so that's what I was explaining to my husband he was like oh how come you're doing series two and I just said (laughs) I was like um wow it's just he said what constitutes a series and I said um don't know you just kind of make it up but it's that we've done a year and I said and we're both at the point now where we're moving into new um, phases where we're both feeling really positive. We're both still dealing yeah. with stuff, but in a different way. And we want to still continue the journey to give other people something to kind of aim towards or just know that there is, you know, better to come and still share our experiences of of what that looks like. So, um yeah, so we had our anniversary that brought up all this kind of sadness. And I think it's because I was explaining to my husband today that I feel 
much more able to love him mm. right at the moment I, I don't know again I always think oh I don't know if anyone's going to get this but I guess if you felt the same I've been very frightened to allow myself to yeah. acknowledge how much I genuinely feel for him and I've been when that has come up before it's really upset me so I tend to not allow allow it to come up and recently I've been feeling that real um kind of urge of oh loveliness I really love you kind of stuff which I haven't done in a really long time so um yeah I think the fear is fading it's not gone completely yeah but it's definitely fading, which I think is just coming in with this new acceptance, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then I slept through New Year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then went back to work. So, yeah, work is really good. Um, and I'm still, I've been absolutely loving the gym. It's definitely, I'm back. Yeah. You're inspiring me. I am definitely back in my happy place. I forgot how I feel when I'm working out, and it's something that I've always done. I used to be a fitness instructor when I was in my 20s. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a home from home, and I've really been enjoying it. And I'm there all the time. Like, I went... Is there a gym at your work? or like at the... There is one at my work, but um, they don't do classes. So, right. there is a gym literally um across the car park from my work so I had a look there I had been meaning to join for ages and I was like as soon as I get my doors as soon as I get my doors and then um they the reason I joined there is because they do classes at 5 15 and I finish work at five so I finish work at five I go to the gym for a 5 15 class and then I come home and it's perfect um I went this morning went to my combat uh Saturday morning and I just love it I went to work I went after work yesterday earlier because I finished early on a Friday, got on the treadmill. (laughs) So funny. I was just telling my friend, I was watching a program the other day because it was the end of year about 1982. Yeah. And um, it had all this stuff on it and it had a bit on it about the kids from fame. Yes. Did you used to watch the kids from fame? No, I didn't. But (gasps) Oh my God. I was obsessed with the kids from fame. I wanted to be one of the kids from fame. I had the sticker book. We used oh my to God. beg my mum to let us eat our dinner in the living room so we could watch it on TV because it was on at six o'clock. Um, and so I just had this Kids from Fame soundtrack in my, <laughs> on my um, headphones yesterday as I'm on the treadmill singing out loud thinking no one, everyone's got headphones on, no one's going to be able to hear me. <laughs> like being really not cool, singing hi Fidelity, hi, 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 hi <laughs> on the treadmill <laughs> Like it just brings this whole um this whole part of me out where I'm just super happy and, and it and it really does make me realise that y- your happiness is in your hands and through all of this healing, we've said it before, you have to find things that bring you back to yourself yeah. and remind you who you are and where your joy comes from and what makes you who you are. And I just had this total hour on the treadmill yesterday where I was completely entrenched in in that in like kids from fame on the treadmill like just singing my heart out so yeah it's good all is good that is so good you sound happy I can hear it in your voice yeah I'm doing good for now 
I'm yeah. enjoying it for now. Yeah. Well, yeah, and just enjoy it when it's good, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, like always. Yeah. So, so, how? What about you? You've been like super busy. Yeah, I've been super busy, and um, I, you know, the my relationship is is going so well, <laughs> and uh, I think I officially have a girlfriend. Whoop whoop. Uh, so that's are you, pretty... are you Facebook official? No, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we did a soft launch. That's a soft <laughs> launch on uh, Instagram, maybe. Um, but no, it's so it's so going so well, and I kind of, I'm just really trying to enjoy the good feelings of it, and not panic or. Yeah or worry that it's moving fast because it is moving fast, but it feels right. And I trust my instincts and I feel like a different person, you know, I feel like, yeah, I just, I feel like I'm just such a different person than I was when I started my last relationship was, which was with my ex, you know, and I just feel so much more self-aware and, mature and I just feel like I yeah and in some ways I feel guilty because I feel like people are I kind of hit the jackpot on my first on my first go if you don't count my weird coffee date with the guy who sold dental equipment <laughs> um <laughs> you know I feel like I kind of feel like oh gosh do I deserve I don't know there's just yeah, but I, I'm just smiling all the time. I'm super happy. She's away right now on vacation with her family. So we're texting all the time and really missing each other. So it's nice. It's nice to be missing each other and just trying to keep get my feet back on the ground. But yeah, I just feel so good. And we, we got so many nice emails, hey, for, and voice messages. Yes. Um, yeah. So over the Christmas holidays because I wasn't at work I finally managed to sit down and go back through um, all the DMs and emails and voice little voice notes and things and reply to everybody and um, I made loads of notes about what people are asking for and talking about so um, and their experiences and um, their stories so everyone tends to send me a a synopsis of their situation and asks questions or thanks us and it's really nice to to read them and just feel close to the community and the people that we're reaching and stuff so um I do kind of want to ask like what do people want to hear so now we're doing series two yeah um and people have listened to what we've been talking about in series one. What is it that you want to hear or what is it that you'd like us to talk about or address or questions we'd like to answer? So um, if you'd like to either message me on Instagram, which is I am the wife blog, um, you can follow me there and, and send messages or email the wife at I am the with your suggestions and your comments um that would be awesome and we'll add them to the list so yeah. um yeah I've got kind of lots of things written down now about what people have been talking about so things like we've got what does self-care look like ways of coping and what has helped in healing yourself that's one topic 
Um, the consequences of being so open, um, because we are so open about what's happened. So in terms of firstly, dealing with being the go-to when this happens now, that's ha- yeah. happened to you recently, hasn't it? With a lot, a lot. Yeah. And whether that um, potentially triggers you or opens you up in ways that you don't want to be, but also in um, consequences of being so open in that when I have, whenever I post anything on Instagram, I always have a like moment where I'm not sure how it's going to be received because you've got people who agree and resonate and are always really supportive and that I'm always worried about people who are just going to go oh, just stop whining and move on or you know that kind of stuff so yeah if things get really bad we'll just stop it yeah it's not like we're making any money it's not like but I feel like for every I mean the stuff I've talked about and people have been so generous and and empathetic and yeah it is it is it's scary to put yourself out there but it's um so far the response I I just have never like even just to touch on what you just said like the consequence of me being the go-to person or being open I have just found it to be so healing I am so honored to be there for people who are going through it Mm. I feel like I'm getting better at not telling them what I think they should do but just letting them find it themselves within themselves but my god I appreciated the people that were there for me so it's it is it's like the code right it's like a woman code it's like you've got to do it for people like people did it for us and we'll do it for people but I don't find it's triggering me um I feel just horrible for people that are in the thick of it or in early days because I do remember that awful, awfulness. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just find you can't go wrong speaking your truth to, to people that deserve to hear it, you know, to people that, yeah, it's not, it's not led me wrong. I, I feel like I'm, I really that's kind of my jam is like being honest and having authentic communication with people. <laughs> yeah. I don't think um, like this, since we've done the podcast and even when I started the Instagram, I don't think I've had anything negative. No, really. I mean, the only negative thing that happens on Instagram is I just get comments from those bloody people and the witch doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I block them and delete them every time. And every time I post anything, I get I that. made $10,000. My lover spell will... Yeah, <laughs> it really annoys me. That's the yeah. only negative thing. I think in the beginning, there was a few people on my page who were trying to tout themselves as um, infidelity kind of, not experts, yeah. but coaches and things that would say completely the wrong thing um, about... Oh, you should be this, that, and the other. I remember putting, answering a few comments, kind of saying to people, "I think you should be very careful about telling people on this journey what they should and shouldn't be feeling." Um, you know, I'm not interested in any of your support, so back off, kind of thing. But apart from that, I haven't. I'm like you. I have felt that it has been really, really helpful, and I've been like through this journey of acceptance in this phase that I'm in now I've been questioning a lot like what 
what is acceptance and what does it feel like and is it you know people kind of go you just got to move on and and you know not forget about it but kind of just stop talking about it and move on and I'm kind of like right is that acceptance or is acceptance kind of getting to the point where I feel I am now where I can talk about it and I can talk about it a lot more openly with my husband without it being a thing yeah like I I'm now like I wanted to get to the point of acceptance where I have accepted it and this is my story because it is my story um, and it's part of my life and it's always going to be part of my life. So I'm going to talk about it without shame and without embarrassment yeah, and without feeling like I have to hide it or not talk about it because it might, someone might roll their eyes that here she goes again. Like, no, um, this is part of my life. This is what has happened to me. And, and nobody gets to tell you what the timeline is. Like, n- no, like it takes as long as it takes and there's going to be setbacks and there's going to be, it's grief, right? Like yeah. it's really a grief and, and no one can tell you, no one can tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing with the experiences that you have in your life. Yeah. Like nobody can say to me, oh, she just needs to stop talking about it now. Oh, oh here's another video of her crying on the, you know, on Instagram. And, and I'm kind of like, I'm documenting this journey yeah. partly for myself, but partly so other people can see the yeah. ups and the downs and the, yeah, this has happened and it's made me feel sad or I'm crying. And then the next day you feel better and you're back to normal and you just document that and show people that what they're experiencing is normal. They're not crazy. They're not droning on. They shouldn't be over it by now. All these things. So people can just relate and, and know that we're all in it together. And that feeling has been incredibly healing. Yeah. Incredibly healing. I don't think I've regretted, you know, we were so worried in the beginning of this podcast of how people might receive it, how it might make us feel talking about it. And, you know, is it going to keep us in the pain? And, you know, is revisiting it all the, all the time, scratching at a bloody wound and not letting it heal and all of those kinds of things. And it hasn't been that at all. No, it's, it's been healing for me and yeah, it's just been great. So Yeah, I think my only regrets would be sharing my story with people that maybe didn't really deserve it or have my full trust or maybe we're just trying to get the the dirt. You know, there's certain people who, because at the beginning, I just wanted to tell everyone. Yeah. And there were some people who maybe didn't have my best interests at heart. You know, like just, we're just trying to get the gossip. Yeah. And that didn't feel good, but I'm getting better at not doing that. Yeah, I was the same. I wanted to tell everybody. And it's mainly I think I was searching for allies. Yes. I was searching for people to back me up and people to stick up for me and people to be on my side. And I was of very, course. very naive and thinking, these people don't know me. Like, why on earth are they going to be on my side? And and then get really upset when they just wanted to sit on the fence or not get involved or whatever. And And I just kind of like, well, you know, that's it's kind of I shouldn't really be expecting them to be any different so that kind of yeah that was that was difficult yeah but um yeah it's been I don't think it's been negative at all no 
So other things on the list, I've got PTSD. I think we really need to do a, a topic on yeah. actual PTSD, what it feels like. I didn't even know. Not like my husband's in the army. I just thought PTSD was an army thing. Obviously, I knew what it was, but I just kind oh. of thought it was from being in battle. I didn't realize. Um, I'm like, that's what people in wars have. Yeah. Not, but it is. It, yeah, we absolutely both yeah. went that and post infidelity trauma is actually a thing you can google it there's loads of stuff on it so um yeah that's a thing so that one um feeling the pain how to get used to feeling the pain and what to do about it um someone in a message has asked how do you overcome the obsession over the other woman Mm. Which I can relate to that one a lot. So I mean, especially because something we talked about too is, especially for people who's you know like, we both made choices, right? But some people didn't have a choice. So yeah, people whose ex has actually left them for the fair partner. Yeah, and and then to not, you know, they didn't have a choice. They didn't get to go. <laughs> I'm gonna leave or I'm gonna stay. Yeah. So yeah, that's that would be a lot harder to not fixate on the other woman and think, is she getting everything that I didn't or, you know? I have a really close friend who I'm going to get on as a guest to talk about that one because she was in that situation. Her husband had an affair with um, someone much, much younger than her and just left. Um, So she didn't have a choice and she was left with loads of debt. He, I mean, I'll let her tell the story, but she can come on and talk about that. She's fantastic. She'd be a really good person to um, kind of share her knowledge and how it felt. So then uh, dealing with the roller coaster, the up and down and the spinning around and the one minute you're fine and the next minute you're hurtling towards the earth at speed, you know, speed of sound and like that whole uncontrollable feeling of where the fuck is the ground and where is up and where am I and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, Trickle truth. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, what trickle truth is, how to become a sleuth Mm. and dealing with disclosure. So all the different ways that you can find out stuff if you're suspicious, which I don't have too much experience of. but No, but I think that's a good topic because that's something I wish – there are things I wish, I mean, I wish I'd done, like w- things I wish I'd known how to do on an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. And things I wish I had just done. So, you know, for people who are just at the beginning phases and I don't know, I just felt like I wanted more proof. Like I had proof, but then I knew something was still off, you yeah. know, Well, I think trickle truth is accepting that when disclosure happens, when D-Day happens, it's damage limitation. And what you're told is the very, very bare minimum. Like they, you have to understand that it's the tip of the iceberg of what they're telling you. And there is way more to come that they're probably not ever going to admit to. And, yeah, well, I, and that's I, where the trickle I, truth comes in. I, I know there's more. Mm. I know it, but I, well, I don't know. I may never get it. I may get it someday. Yeah, well, I found out a lot of things after I had moved and actually gone 
to where my husband was living and where this affair partner was, I got a lot more of what was going on from people I spoke to who had been there and witnessed stuff. And it was, it was like being hit by a truck every day. <laughs> like you get up, get hit by a truck, fall over, then you get up again. Oh, there's another truck. It, it was like that. It was horrific. So, um, yeah, like trickle truth. Then again, about therapy, somebody um, in an email asked me, did I feel that my husband attending counselling was essential to the healing process and real rebuilding the relationship? And I know we've touched on, on that one a bit before because we've both had different experiences of, yeah. of counselling. But this was more about what we feel the husband should be doing and the husband should be um, kind of doing in order to rebuild things and what your essential, what your kind of deal breaker things are, I guess. Um, Cause I couldn't get my husband to go to counseling. So I had to decide whether or not I was actually okay with that. Um, yeah. And I mean, it, that's, it's, that's the thing. Like, there's no rule. It's what feels right to you. For me, there's no way. Like if he had refused to go to therapy, I would have been like, goodbye. I mean, maybe that would have been better because he did agree, but then he just kind of, was a faker yeah so i think but, it just depends on you what's yeah what's your deal breaker you? yeah what's acceptable for you yeah so um the shame of considering to stay and then the guilt of considering to leave yeah um because i know again i got an email of somebody just saying the shame of considering to stay was consuming her and how she was feeling judged by members of her family and things like that it sounded awful yeah. Um, the anomaly of being normal when nothing feels normal. Uh, so yeah. in the first few months where you're just going through life like like a rabbit in headlights and normal life is continuing all around you and nothing in your life feels normal at all and you feel like you're hiding this big secret. Um, yeah. So the fear of moving on, getting over the fear. That's a big one. That's that's a massive one for me at this point of how I've managed to face that fear of um, fear of opening yourself up again and fear of letting go of things. Um, mm -hmm. That's really real. Um, and then we've got a few interviews with different people that I've written down. So we're going to try and get some more guests. Yeah. Um, awesome. That's going to be great. Yeah. And then um, – I thought we could have one on the experience of the betrayer. Now, I'm not sure whether we can get a betrayer on, but I thought we could talk about kind of the experiences that I've seen from my husband. So in terms of how he feels about himself, um, like he feels stupid, the shame, the embarrassment, um, the feelings he had at the time and how... Um, now he just feels so stupid and regretful and, and how to live with that. So the experiences of the betrayer. Um, so if there are any betrayers listening that don't mind sharing, then get in contact. Um, completely non-judgmental. We're not going to get anyone on and, and have a go at them. It's just to kind of see things from all sides, really. Um, Something I would like to talk about is just like, you know, now that I'm actually dating someone like dealing with, I mean, if anyone else out there has any stories or advice, but just dealing with my kid, you know, like my daughter 
is she knows I'm dating someone. I don't think she knows how far in I am. And she knows it's a woman, which is, is totally fine to her. But it's just she's just not thrilled about it. She's just really weepy about it sometimes. And she's just scared. And um, yeah, it's hard navigating that. And I've got a lot of fear now because obviously I'm not going to introduce them for a while. But I'm also scared. What if my daughter doesn't like her? What if she's not good with my daughter? What if, you know, that would just be devastating to me. So yeah, it's, it's a whole other thing I you know and as I said to my daughter I was like listen I've never done this before either like I don't know how this is gonna go but you know this is what's happening and however you feel about it is is valid and okay with me and um but yeah it's it's a hard one she's I think she's coming around you know she'll once in a while she'll say okay um is she funny (laughs) I said yeah yeah, she's funny so like she, she's kind of figuring it out, but she'll ask a few questions and then she'll be like, okay, I don't want to talk about it anymore. So yeah, it must be difficult for them though. They've had their security rocked once, yes. you know, and like, no, nothing's going to like, you know, I keep reassuring her. My love for you is not going to change. You're not going to ever have another mom or dad, no matter what, like I am your mom and your dad is your dad. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just hard because he's gaslit her and told her he's not dating anyone. So she said, you know, well, you know, daddy's not dating anyone. I just didn't expect it from you. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's on like every freaking dating app. Yeah. So angry about it because I'm like, why did you lie to her now? You know, but I just said, you know, this is a positive thing because if I'm opening my heart to someone new, that means I'm not feeling as hurt anymore. You know, it means I'm moving forward. It means... I'm healing and yeah, I just hope, I just want her to be happy for me. She is, but she's just, she's had her whole world rocked. Yeah. 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 I mean, she's had her whole world turned upside down the same as you. It's yeah. It's the fear, isn't it? It's the fear. Fear of change and fear of like, we finally got things stabilized again and yeah, she feels good. But you know, she had PTSD too. Like I've, I remember um, after D-Day, you know, she had symptoms of PTSD too. She was something I've only recently read about. She had a really weird startle reflex. So if a plane went over or there was a loud bang, she would shake like a scared little animal, like tremble. And now I know that is a sign of PTSD. It's like a symptom of having had a traumatic thing happen. You know, she, she had nightmares. She, yeah, she was on high alert all the time, just making sure I was okay. You know, anytime she thought I was going to cry, it would be, you know, so she'll, she'll be in therapy someday (laughs) about all this, but it's frustrating when I feel like I have to kind of pretend that her dad's not gaslighting her. Yeah. 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 I've done this course recently, um, parenting course, and they always say um, that your life is like a maypole and you are the pole Mm. and you're the one that's stable. The pole doesn't move. Everything else moves around the pole. So the pole is grounded Uh, and it's in the ground. And the only thing that you can do is be the pole. 
and you can't yeah. control all these other things that are around you yeah. and your family and your child affecting them. You can, you just have to be the stable pole. Yeah. For them. Well, and something that came up the other night when she was here and, and she was crying about it. And then she said, I just feel like daddy's going to be really sad when he finds out. Oh my God. <laughs> I was, okay. So then I had to just say, okay, well, I can see that you're really worried about daddy's feelings, but I can assure you, um, he will not be sad. He will be relieved. <laughs> he will be so relieved. A, he'll probably be like, oh, I guess she was a lesbian all along and that's probably why I cheated. Or, or he'll be like, just relieved, right? So in the end, I could, like, it was really weighing on her. So I said, I, do you want me to tell him? And then he can reassure you. So yeah, Joe, I had to, I called him. Early <gasps> Did you? Yeah. Well, I said, well, I had to, I didn't want to, but I was like, my kid is worrying about this. Yeah. In the, you know, which makes me want to scream. But so I called him and I was just like, listen, um, there's something really weighing on, on her. And I don't want to tell you this, but like, it's none of your business, but I'm only telling you because our daughter is holding this weight and she's you know, more important. Yeah. So yeah. I said, so she's what she needs is for you to reassure her. She needs to know that you know that I am dating a woman and that it's it's still ongoing. And I, you know, I knew what he would do. He's just such a, you know, it was like, oh, I'm so happy for, for you. For you, no, yeah. Genuinely, genuinely, this is such great news. And you I deserve really deserve to be happy. I, I think he said, I'm moved. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So yeah, I just said, yeah, well what I need you to do is let her know that you know and that you're not sad so she doesn't feel like she has to take care of his feelings oh it's just so fucking frustrating but anyway it was fine I did it I didn't like doing it I didn't give him details like but I just said you know this is a thing that's happening and you need to support our daughter and so he did and he said you know I won't know she I'm gonna see her today so I'll find out how she's really feeling about it because often she just kind of the real stuff comes out when she gets here. So we'll see. But yeah, it's just a weird journey, just a weird journey. And I just feel like, fuck, like I didn't want him to know. I didn't want to have to, that's my business, you know, but, but I did it for her, you know, I did it for her. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But good for you. Yeah, it's that whole just you get a little bit of um, pleasantry from rubbing their face in it just a tiny bit yeah it's childish but it does feel good (laughs) yeah I don't know it didn't feel good and and she was like well how would you feel if daddy dated someone and I said well you know in my mind I'm like he already has but (laughs) yeah I just said you know I don't think I'd really care I said my main concern would be are they a good person? Because if they're going to be in your life, then that's my only concern. And I'd also, in my mind, I was like, and I'd be like, good luck. Good luck with, with that guy. But um, yeah, I don't I th- know. I think it would, it would just, it's going to be strange, isn't it? Whatever happens. It's just. It's going to be strange, but I don't care anymore. That's the thing. Yeah. That's all that matters. He started dating a supermodel, which he won't. I, I just, 
I don't really care because I don't want to be with him. I don't like him. You know, I don't trust him. I don't think he's an authentic person. That's such a great place to. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's made a bit easier with, because I have a new love in my life and I'm feeling excited about that. And, but also I, I feel like you're saying that with no, there's no bitterness or resentment in your voice. It's very matter of fact as well. Yeah. I don't trust him. He's not an authentic person. And I'll be nice to him. I, you know, we're going to have to go to doctor's appointments together. We're going to have to be at birthday parties together. We're going to have to deal with things together, but uh, is he? Um, oh, hang on. You said you cut out then. You're okay. What did I we're going to have to go to doctor's yeah. appointments together. So yeah, no matter what, like I, I'll be nice to him. We're going to have to go to doctor's appointments, birthday parties. There's going to be crises. There's going to be, um, but is he my friend? No. Like, cause I take my friendship seriously and yeah. I trust my friends. I don't trust him. I still don't trust him. I don't trust he means what he says. I don't trust he's doing what he says he's doing or not doing. I don't trust him. I trust him that he's taking care of our child. I trust him that when my child's there, she's getting fed and loved and bathed and, you know, all the, the bare minimum things. Like, I, I know he, he treats her well. That's that's all that matters, really. Yeah. So now he knows. So now he knows, but he doesn't know who and he doesn't know. I'm sure he'll find out because, yeah, slowly but surely, I'm sure the rumors will. We move in similar circles, so I'm sure I'm sure he'll hear. But I, I don't really care. It's weird. I don't care who knows. I don't care. <laughs> I'm really like crazy about this woman. And I, I don't I'm just really happy. I'm just really happy. I don't know. You know, you know, who knows? I could be like bawling my eyes out. I could get dumped. I could get so many things could go wrong, but I can't live in a place of like, what is my option to like, just wait for the bad thing to happen or to just let myself feel the good stuff and yeah. And enjoy the happiness while it's there. Exactly. It's all I've got. And I, and I also just feel like, yeah, like my heart is saying yes. And my, I trust my instincts now. I don't feel like, feel like she's being really authentic with me. And yeah, it's still early days, but oh God. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, so smitten. It's crazy. Never. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice. So 2023 then at the moment, it's only been a week. We're doing okay. We're doing okay. You're working out. I've got a new romance. Um, I'm so still grateful every day for my house that I live in. Like I, I still, I just never take it for granted how far I've come. And I normally, I do like a big post on new year's and I just didn't, I just didn't this year. I just feel like, ah, yeah, things are moving forward. Things are good and you don't need to be making a point that they're good. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm feeling like my moments are coming back. So me and my husband always had this thing you know when you're kind of first together and you just you might look at them or think about them or something and you get this kind of rush of oh I really love them and I used to call it oh I'm having a moment and um my moments are coming back which is really nice I had one at work the other day um and I did allow myself to feel it and text my husband and just go on having a moment I really love you um and it's really nice it's nice to 
to feel normal again, even if it's just for fleeting moments. So, yeah, it it is coming back, which is good because I was frightened. It never was. Um, And I kind of had almost resigned to the fact that this is how I would feel about him forever um, because of this. So it's nice that things are changing a bit, which is good. So we'll just document it through 2023 we'll go through some of these topics Uh, so if anyone else out there wants to get in touch and offer suggestions of what they want us to talk about um that would be awesome the other thing i have written down with a big question mark next to it is live seminar for 2023 right i know i always think that the word seminar makes me feel like i need glasses and a a clipboard (laughs) and a clipboard but yeah that's yeah if we do something like that um yeah when I say seminar I mean kind of like just a live some kind of online thing that people can log into from wherever they are and be fun yeah for fun and we might have some guests or we talk about whatever we talk about and answer questions talk to people that would be really cool. Yeah. So I know some people have have messaged and said yes to a seminar. It'd be really cool. So yeah, if people think that's a good idea, let us know because we all have that'll take some organizing. So yeah. um, and, I, and I have to meet in person. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need to do the crowdfunding. <laughs> yeah, we need to do a GoFundMe so I can go meet Joe. But... Yeah, we would video it though and put it on. Yeah, Instagram. yeah. It would be good. Yeah, so I'll put that down on the list then. Meetup 2023. Okay. Well, you have a good day. You're just in your car, hey? Your son's at cricket? He is at cricket, yes. But actually, my um, husband took him so I could do this. And then I'm going to go pick him up. I'm going to go pick him up um, in a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah, well, you have a good day. And um, we shall reconvene, hopefully, in a week's time with something off the list. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Take care. Take care.